Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Derek. Derek, how you doing, bud? What's going on? How's your week going? I'm good, man. It's raining outside. It is. It's been raining for a couple of days. Yep. Um, the weather had me thinking back to my trip to Ireland last year. Mm-hmm. And now I think I'm going to spend the day watching uh, movies where guys get their heads split open with axes and swords. As you should. As Oh, man. As it's like I, I literally I woke up today and I was like, I want to watch medieval violence today. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch a line of men run into another line of men. And it's just <laughs> chaos. Like I haven't decided what I'm going to watch yet, but it sounds like Braveheart's pretty much what I'm going to go for. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. There's also Valhalla Rising. Watch Mad Mickelson do some work. It's great. It's um, great. It's a great movie. Oh, such a good movie. Maybe rewatch The Northman. It's another good one. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like I, that's the kind of level I want to see. I want to see some like warfare. You yeah. Know? Maybe Kingdom of Heaven. Who knows? Watch Orlando Bloom get in the mix <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> I, Dude, I have nothing to do today. <laughs> nah, that movie's really good. I heard the director's cut is really good, but I've never seen it. Oh. Dude, uh, when I owned it, I bought the director's cut accidentally. Oh, that's awesome. And was like, oh my god, this is... Why do I remember not being this good in the theaters? <laughs> and then I've always had this weird... And then I lent it to somebody, and they, they took it. And um, I don't know who it was. It was somebody in college, which I, I don't know, whatever. I hope they enjoyed it. It's basically <laughs> kind of the way I like. I hope it brought them really as much that. joy as it did me. <laughs> truthfully, like I love that movie and it's been a while since I've seen it. So like it's the ends a little cheesy where he's like, you are all knights. I'm like, all right, let's take it down there, Mr. <laughs> all right, guy. Mr. Inspiration. All right, guy. Why don't you uh, why don't you sit down there? Yeah. <laughs> You're being a little, little too out of pocket for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so because of that, like for the last couple of days, I've been watching like weird history, like medieval history stuff on like YouTube and mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like um, something to watch, which is super fun. And I spent all day, all yesterday watching it. Um, the did you know like the professional, like Olympic level like night fighting competitions that happen? Did you say knife fighting? Knight. Oh, knight As in K-N-I-G-H-T. Yes, like armor and swords and halberds and like lances and axes and stuff like that. <laughs> there are guys mm-hmm. that are out there that their professional hobby is they suit up in period armor, like modern, you know, takes on period armor, and they go into a pen, and it is one-on-one, three-on-three, uh, five-on-five, 10 on 10 and then 16 on and then yeah, oh yeah and then like the 16 man mm-hmm. so it's like at the 16 man it's basically they're like oh it's cool it's like basically being in like a battle like an actual battle and so what it is is rules are you can't hit, you can't fall down if you fall down you're dead but it is full contact actual metal weapons and like <laughs> armor that's awesome. And it is no holds barred, dude. Like, anything goes. I watched a guy get kneed, like, the opening shot. This guy went to, like, fake him out, and he kicked the dude right in the crotch. Yikes. Like, the guy went to dodge, like, to block the, the sword move, and he just kicked the dude right in the crotch. I was like, oh, that's how this starts. Oh, my God. This mm-hmm. is awesome. I wonder if, like... I wonder if there's, like any historical basis or any argument to be made like because as you were talking about i'm thinking about like 
what are the what are the downsides of like because <laughs> we already have boxing and MMA and MMA is kind of like in a, a, a scale it like is an upward scale in terms of the violence like what oh, yes. would what would be the pros MMA and cons? is by far the most publicly available violent sport that we have I yeah think. it's pretty violent um uh I'm like what <laughs> what would be the downsides of mm. just allowing fights to the death <laughs> Well, see, Hassan, <laughs> now we're talking about Rome. And, yeah, exactly. You know, the Roman Empire, as apparently everything leads back to it, or we as men can't stop thinking about it, mm -hmm. which it was weird, and I feel like an asshole for saying, because now it's a cliche thing, but way back when it was like, like, I was like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? I was like, how often do I think about, like, literally any empire? Like, mm -hmm. like you know, it's weirdly obsessive if you like history, but... We're talking about Rome, and Rome did that to satiate the people. And you're probably, honestly, not too far off, man, mm -hmm. because <clears throat> what was the first thing they did? They took prisoners that were supposed to die, and then they, you know, it's Gamer. Mm -hmm. It's the movie Gamer. Yeah. You what know, if, like... like now, now I'm thinking of it. Now I'm totally... Because I was thinking about it, like, in terms of, like, it's, like it's social sort of social psychological impact on like the masses but now i'm thinking mm -hmm. about and i'm going on a tangent but now i'm thinking Total about case. let's go now i'm thinking about like all right what like here's my pitch for for fixing prison right this is how you make prison a better oh, place shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh lord here's how you here's how you fix prisons or like the 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 the, the 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 criminal justice system in terms of incarceration okay. all right you get right. rid of all prison sentence lengths so there's no like oh if you do this crime you get 10 years or if you do that crime you did you get five years it's if you commit a crime that society deems is worth you having to be rehabilitated for you get sent to prison and you're assigned a like a social worker or somebody like that in there who the role of prison is to rehabilitate you and to get you a new plan for how you can become a contributing member to society. So like you go in there and then you work with this person for as long as it takes for maybe that person or like a team of people to decide that you're uh, ready, fit to join society. You have a plan, you have all of this laid yeah. out. And, and this Asan, does exist. Do you know what you're describing? Well, I know you're it describing the no. You're describing the early American prison system that mm -hmm. the Quakers created, dude. Yeah. Every cell had a yard. Mm -hmm. And it was just like you had your own little room to yourself, and there were books in there. And if you didn't have books that you wanted, they would get them for you, mm -hmm. and they would come by. The Quakers are fucking dope as shit, dude. <laughs> like, if I was going to get back into religion, like, I'd be a fucking Quaker. Like, hey, dude, quick the Quakers rule, all right? <laughs> they, they freaking do. They've always been. They're not just about oats. They're always just about, like, cool. Like, they were some of the first people in America to look around and be like, yeah, like, black yeah. people are cool. Why? Why are we treating them this way? Like, if you talk to one, they're awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's you know it, I mean? to like, me. Because I'll tell you where this thought is coming from. I was listening to a yes, podcast. Uh, I was listening to Lex Friedman's podcast, and he had this guy on who committed. Well, uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. What I was going to say real quick is what you're describing is what prison should be. But like, right. please go ahead. Right. He he had this guy on who had committed like a bunch of bank fraud and like scammed all these banks into like refinancing houses and stuff like that to people that didn't exist and stuff like that. Yes, he was committing crime. He was stealing from these banks. Sure. But yeah. like the the way they decided to sentence him, it, it, like for cr like criminal like th like uh, th theft and and um, 
fraud and stuff like that the sentences uh-huh. were based on like the amount of money he stole like to me that's crazy because like so this guy ended up getting like 30 years or something right which right. i'm like to me that's insane because it's like it's not going to take him 30 years to learn his lesson you know no, what i mean take one <laughs> awful day in the shower yeah, exactly it like, like, and I'm saying I don't say that with any like yeah. laughter in my voice. Like, 100%. that is the reality. You know no, what it's a hundred percent. Yeah, dude, like it's awful in there. Like, yeah, and it and what it is and what you're speaking to is it. it I'm not going to blame it all on this. Okay, because there are many contributing factors. Okay, but one of the largest problems was the fundamentalist religions mm-hmm. getting a hold of the prison system. Mm-hmm. And using that and putting people that were good, God-fearing people to the rest of society, but were they had a calling from God. And there's certain specific uh, versions of white Christianity mm-hmm. that are extremely, you know, punished by punished through pain. I unfortunately have a past that deals with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have some experience with that. So it's punishment through pain is a specific like religious mentality that. It is, and when you couple that with the ego of God put me here to punish these people because I'm really I like doing this, so therefore I must be good at it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Charlie's whining. I know you see a dog, babe. Hey, hey, stop. Excuse me. Hold on one sec. Yeah, hey, no problem. Hey, it's good. Good dog owner content you, right here. Come here. What are you doing? I know. <laughs> yeah. Now you notice me. Hi. I'm gonna leave this You're in. Stressed. Her hair's all like straight up mohawking, and she's like, "Why are you stressed? <laughs> it's a dog. You like that dog? That's a friend." Oh, it's that one. Sorry, she loves. That <laughs> oh, one. okay. It's this is that just not dog. gonna stop. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, no, it's a dog she really likes. So we're just not gonna. This won't stop for a while. So the whining is just gonna have to. Stay. It's okay. I can't. Uh, I, the, I can't hear it on my end. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically, what I was gonna say is. Um, you have religions getting a hold of these things and people thinking, you know, God needs to punish us. We are all supposed to be punished because we are wicked and sinful. The most sinful among us need to be, you know, dealt with and they be dealt with in the harshest terms. Otherwise, you know, it comes from an old mindset where kindness is just not part of the world that you live in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of the old, if you want to have an idea of what the uh, old early American prison systems were like, I have a podcast, different podcast series, historical series about one of the most insanely entertaining criminals I've ever heard of. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they say it in the podcast and even before they said it, I was like, this should be a Batman villain. <laughs> like this dude is like wild. Um, but anyway, so I'll send it to you later. But it's an issue. He was in, in and out of prison around like um, – 1800s and 1900s a lot. So, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, yes. So it gives you a real good picture about what it was like at that time. And a lot of people were, you know, they, they go to church all day, the, the, you know, the sinful, the wicked, we, you know, are upon the earth and God can't realize whatever weird mental state or whatever reason they need, they hear that they are supposed to be led by God to punish the sinful and the wicked of this country. And that looks like now, you know, people that have been in prison for 30 years for you know, having weed. Gotcha. You know, like yeah. people that shouldn't be in prison. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like never should have been in prison. Yeah, 100%. you know, like you you have these, you know, and it's like it all comes from this need, like sadistic need to punish. Right. 
instead instead of truly what you're talking about and what it should be is meet people in the middle and rehabilitate people and truly rehabilitate people you mm-hmm. know what i mean like because a lot of people that are in there are just undiagnosed like mental health issues 100 percent. you know yep. and all they need is medication like i'm one of those people man you put me on the right medication and i'm like what up like mm-hmm. i'm great you know swimming through life and that's all they need or sometimes all they also need is just someone to listen yeah you know i agree tell me what's going on like what happened man you know what i mean and that's you know and unfortunately we don't have that because that would be kind and uh logical and mm-hmm. reasonable and would uh, actually set our society forward ahead but the problem is, is that it wouldn't give a certain sect of our society, and I'm not going to say which one or put any labels on it, but there is a contingent in our society. Both part, it's part of both sides of the political issue and religious issue. There is a part of our society that needs to have a portion of our society to be punished so that they can feel better about themselves. <laughs> the uh, the <laughs> to pivot back to a little bit of a, a humorous thing uh, when Hell you yeah, when you were saying I got uh, a little serious. When, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, that's our Asan and Derek solve the the world's problem segment. But uh, when you were like, uh, <laughs> when you were like, I'm not gonna say what specific sect or whatever. That reminded me of that that Kanye clip when he's like, <laughs> when he's in the oh, middle no. of one of his like, uh, oh no, uh, anti-Semitic manic breaks. episodes. And he, oh fuck no. <laughs> And not to imply that you were going to say anything anti-Semitic, because I know you weren't. But okay, the, I, but you. that I was like, because I was trying to replay the tape in my head. I was like, did I say anything? No, 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 not at all. I but did. it was just the cadence of it because it was horrified. <laughs> there's that clip okay, where okay, there's that clip where he's okay, like, so. <laughs> there's that clip where Kanye's like, he's in the middle of his, you know, one of his rants, mm-hmm. and he goes, now uh, I can't say what kind of people or what kind of doctors it was. Uh, you know, I, I'm not allowed to say that. And then a second later, he goes. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> and while anti-Semitism is not funny, Kanye's uh, God, manic no. compulsory need to tell us it was a Jewish doctor Ooh. is very funny. Uh, Dude, yes. Okay, I could see. Yes, it did have that kind of energy like, for sure. He I had see to now tell us, you know? Is. Oh, bursting. Bursting. I was not bursting because I'm not trying to make enemies. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, there's a just historically. Oh, of course. A, of course. You know, um, it's a whole thing. That's a whole separate podcast. But well, now we that we've solved the world's problems, uh, <laughs> shall we move on to some movie stuff? Let's move on to some lighter fare. Uh, what have you, have you been watching anything? Dude, I have been watching uh, True Detective Season 3. Okay. And I've been massively enjoying it. Is that the Jodie Foster season, the current season? It's the Mahershala Ali season. Oh, so it's the one before then, this current one. Yes, and okay. then Jodie Foster's season four, Night Country, which mm-hmm. the reason why I'm watching season three is because I was like, well, I want to watch season four, but I tried season two, really right. tried, right. didn't take, mm-hmm. but I was like, but I never tried season three, I was like, so I want to give it a shot, mm-hmm. and then I'll get into Night Country, because I'll, I'll, inter- I'll intersperse it, So because mm-hmm. I'm going to do... Um, uh, True Detective then I'm mm-hmm. going to offset it with uh, I got to go back through Perry Mason season one so I'm going to Perry Mason season one then I'm going to do True Detective Night Country and then Perry Mason season two cool I have a whole plan don't worry I got <laughs> re- weirdly OCD about planning it like the other night and it was like mm-hmm. it's fine I this is why I this is this is who I am. This is why I yep. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of every one of those units. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. 
Um, yep, yep. I'm proud of the plan. Um, <clears throat> that's cool. So you're getting into yes, some some, yeah. some dark some crime TV. I'm kind of getting into dark crime TV. And then, uh, what is it? Uh, Warrior Season 3 came out on mm-hmm. HBO. The uh, martial arts uh, San Francisco in the 1860s. Oh, cool. Or 1870s. Super fun. It's based on the writings of Bruce Lee. So Bruce Lee in the seventies, before he died, was actually working on a television show that was going to be bait. It was going to be this show. That was going to be a his martial arts opus, talking about the early, you know, martial arts masters and mm-hmm. the neighborhood and times they came in, where like the streets in Chinatown actually was Chinatown. Like there were no white people there, mm-hmm. or if they were, it was very rare. Mm-hmm. And it was just Chinese immigrants, and so the streets were ruled na- street by street, neighborhood by neighborhood, mm-hmm. by gangs. And they would—it's f- gangs in New York. They would fight in the streets and stab. Oh, that's what I'm gonna watch today. That's gonna be some good old-fashioned oh, violence. Yeah, gangs in New York's great. Heck yeah, done. All right, um, that'll watch. <laughs> that'll be what. That'll be what I watch while I decide what I actually want to watch. Um, there you go. Perfect. Um, anyway, so it's it's fun, dude. It is a it is an it is a Bruce Lee homage, martial arts, uh, just super fun. I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, but uh, if you haven't gotten into it and you're looking for something that's like that kind of clicks along mm-hmm. and uh, has some good twists and turns and some good character development and uh, and stuff like that, then I highly recommend recommend Warrior. Okay. Especially if you're looking for sort of like a period piece and something that's kind of like off the beaten path. And uh, yeah, the fight choreography is great. Um, yeah, it's super fun. Cool. Um, I've been watching The Sopranos. Um, yes, you have. Where are you at <coughs> with that? Are you? I finished it. I wrapped it up a couple days ago. Oh, cool. Um, it's great. What do you think? Overall it's thoughts? Of, it's great. It's um, that's the show I'm going to watch after all my True Detectives is The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Now. It truly is um, one of the best shows uh, ever written. Maybe, maybe the best sort of. Um, uh, hour-long drama that's ever existed um it's one of the first ones uh, if not the first one um it's really 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 good and surprisingly it's it's um if the sopranos were made today i think it would it would be much more like uh more about the violence it would be yes it would be much more violent it would be much more like ooh, look how dangerous this all is and the sopranos is actually much more understated than that it's like uh it's really uh, it's funny. It's a really funny show. It's really like a slice of life show about people in the mob. It's not necessarily like mob show. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's slice yeah, of I life gotcha. about these people who most of them happen to be in the mob. It's really good, dude. Like it's the all the actor. And uh, what's cool now is I'm now I'm going back and listening to um, so Michael Imperioli and um, Tony Shirapa, who were both on the show, do a um, a uh, watch along episode review podcast. Oh, okay. They did. They started that in the pandemic, and they just wrapped it up. I think last year at some point. Um, and it's an episode. You know, it's an episode of Sopranos per episode of the podcast, and it's really interesting because they're talking about all of the, um, all of the actors and stuff like that who are on the show because both of them uh, are obviously actors, and uh, Michael Imperioli is like a big theater guy and like a big New York kind of actor guy, and Tony Shirpa is more of a show busy kind of Vegas comedian guy, which I didn't know, mm-hmm. and so it's cool to get both of their perspectives on like interacting with the different actors and their like experiences on the show. The acting on the show, all like, I feel like The Sopranos 
one of the reasons it was so good was the writing was really like the writing was tremendous it was like every episode was written insanely well but also like the caliber of actor all the way down the call sheet like from tony soprano on down they got some of the best new york actors at that time and it, it, mm-hmm. and, it and it and it makes the show feel a lot more important and uh, more um what's it gives the show so much gravitas because you have guys in like small right. one-off roles who are like big time theater actors and like legendary sort of like actors in, in, of new york and shit like that so it's really it's really really a good show uh that's awesome it's man. it's fantastic I dude i think you're gonna love it uh I'm james gandolfini on my list then dude james gandolfini was a a treasure he was a treasure dude like he's so good um yeah you gotta watch it that might be one i could get aj interested in she'll love it she'll love it uh, perfect okay the, cool there's well, that's so many good characters we're going through Will and Grace right now together, mm-hmm. but like I kind of want more of like a drama, you know, like I want a serious show, you know what I mean? Sopranos is perfect, dude. It, perfect. Awesome. I love yep. it. Yeah, you'll yeah, you guys it. will love watching that together. All the characters are great. Um the female characters are handled great. Um uh That's what I hear. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, dude. Like especially for the time. Like it was the first season episode uh first season premiered in 1999. Um, and and it, it it is truly a timeless show. It like it, it feels great. It was, and they they deal with nine eleven and stuff like that, like oh, loosely. Geez. They don't like have a nine yeah. eleven episode, but like, bum 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 <laughs> bum bum bum. Yeah, never forget. Yeah, exactly. No, they they don't have that, but they do talk about it and like the sort of post nine eleven paranoia kind of creeps in a little bit to like the characters and how they deal with their be you know their organized crime so it is uh it's mm-hmm. good it's good i think you'll i think you'll like it a lot dude there's some people who come and give some great performances steve buscemi does like a, a an arc as oh, a character i remember people going nuts about him when he was on that yeah show. dude steve buscemi's great um joey uh I love him in um uh boardwalk empire yeah that's the that's the one i'm gonna watch next i'm gonna watch the sopranos dude, yes Boardwalk I'm gonna Empire watch the so good. I'm gonna watch the Sopranos prequel series, the uh, the one with starring um, the young Gandolfini, his son Michael Gandolfini. Oh, yeah, uh, oh. I'm gonna watch that next, and then Boardwalk Empire is, is after that. For let sure. me know if I should if you start it. Let me know if I should watch that one first. I will. I'm very interested to see like the younger versions of these Sopranos characters and stuff like that, um, yeah. and how they connected. If they get any of the original actors back, that kind of stuff. So it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Awesome. Um, yeah. All right. Um, shall we get into some news? Let's do it. Um, you seen any movies in theaters lately that we haven't talked about? I have not. I actually okay. Haven't I haven't been able either. To get to the theaters. I've been in and out of town a lot lately, and it's just been. I feel bad. I'm kind of like I need to, but now they're out. So I have a whole list of ones that I want to specifically. I want to start, and I want to watch the Iron Claw. Yep. Watch that. It's good. So we can talk about that when when I've watched that. So. Um, anyway. I'm trying to think if I saw anything recently. Um, I'm gonna look at my um, my history on my AMC app to see if if I'm forgetting anything. Oh, I saw Godzilla minus one. Yes. What did you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh-huh. Um, it's 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 a good it's a great Godzilla movie. Um, right. I yeah. I think it's a bit overhyped. Uh, but it's not not but like that's not a knock against it like it's a okay you know it's a great it's a great film i think you'll enjoy okay. it um the godzilla stuff in it is fantastic um the cool. characters are all interesting 
Um, yeah, it was good. I thought it was really great. Awesome. Uh, I would have loved a rated R cut, but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I also saw Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, which we don't have to spend a ton of time on. But <laughs> oh, please tell me about that. Is it worth it even if I'm blasted out of my mind? Uh, watch it at home. Just wait till it comes to Disney Plus and watch it there. <laughs> don't go to the theater to see this. Um, I was never going to go to the theater. No, please see don't it. see that. <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, it's 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 essentially a, a cartoon. Like, they, they made a gay cartoon movie, essentially. Uh, mm -hmm. It plays by the rules of a cartoon movie. Um, and, and which is fine. I almost think this would have been better if it was an animated movie, but, um, it's, it's fine. It's just not my biggest gripe against it is not necessarily that it's bad or doesn't make sense. It's just a retread of the first movie. It's literally the mm -hmm. same villain again. Um, okay. except now it's they're they basically fast and the furious it where like the villain of the first movie is now a good guy and like the the mm -hmm. the sub villain of the first movie and is they the have big to bad work together. Yep, exactly. So it's just a retread. It feels like the same movie all over again. But you know, um, there's some things some things to like. There's some cool sequences and, and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. uh, not great. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. I just realized I know exactly what movie I'm going to watch today. What is that? 300. There you go. That'll satiate the violence. I should hope right. so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if that doesn't do it, I don't know what will. Um, it's been a while since we have talked. Um, yeah, uh, James Wan and Gary, Gary Doberman are involved in the Gargoyles, uh, live action series on Disney Plus. Oh, Gargoyles live action? That, that'd be great. When is that? Yeah, is there like an expected There's no listing yet. Time? Let me take a look. Uh, I'll find out here. With the way they fast track stuff out though these days, I'm kind of like... What are you uh what are you looking at? Just looking up October sixteenth. Oh, November third. Oh, you're looking at like a start date or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna see if there's any the newest development. Seems to all just be from October still. Mm hmm But the newest one is November third from Collider. Here we go. See what Collider has to say. <clears throat> the new one with the newest update. Um. <laughs> Seeing this, you just sent me about a Jurassic World movie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Would you like more horrible plot? Yeah, and, and start to really ask reasons <laughs> why they don't just shut the the government doesn't just shut this project down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, while you're looking that up, we are getting a new Jurassic World movie in the works with David Kep, who wrote the original 1993 Steven Spielberg movie. Uh, they're looking to introduce a new Jurassic era. 
Uh, Frank Marshall and Spielberg through Amblin are producing the movie uh, that studio insiders are saying could release as soon as 2025, given how far along oh in the gosh, development they are. Too soon. Um, I, I'll if you have that date yet, because I, I have something to say no. about this. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I think this is not necessarily a terrible idea. Um, I think the idea that they're doing a new Jurassic universe as opposed to the, the Chris Pratt one, I think is a good thing. I think there are a lot of stories you could tell about, uh, dinosaurs in the modern day that don't take place uh, in America necessarily, um, that don't have to deal with, um, Chris Pratt or Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> uh, yeah, those I, characters just don't do it for me. I might yeah. be interested if it's somebody new and compelling, but like, yeah, I could, I could see a, 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 cause within that universe, there's a lot of, cause Jurassic Park was the first like theme park uh, to do like in the movie within the movie. It was like the first theme park, whatever. But like, there's a lot of stories you could tell about people resurrecting dinosaurs and stuff like that within that universe. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so sure. you could potentially Once do something really technology? fun. Yeah. For sure, for sure. You could have a you could do a horror movie at a uh, at like a dinosaur ranch somewhere mm -hmm. out in like you know the Badlands or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know where it's like, ah, oh, they got loose. You know <laughs> exactly. And then the town, like a small western town, is like you know modern, but like you know small town is like under attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fun. totally. I uh, uh, no yeah. news on gargoyles. Sorry. Okay, no worries. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to talk about? No, 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 it's fine. Jurassic I've said my piece. Okay, cool. Uh, no news on Gargoyles yet, uh, just it's in development. It looks like it got real halted, really halted during the um, uh, strike. Mm -hmm. So um, we will see about that. All right, let's see what we got here. Um... Uh, you sent over a list of uh, the Best Picture nominees for the Oscars. Yes, I did. Um, I, I need to see more of these movies. I do, too. Um, I have not seen Killers of the Flower Moon yet. Uh, I have seen Oppenheimer. Those two are both in the lead with uh, 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 the, the predictions that the Academy has put out, or that Hollywood Reporter yes. has uh, put out, excuse me. Um, and then under that is Poor Things, uh, which is, I believe... Directed by Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, that is who I believe it is as well. Yeah, who directed uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer and The Lobster. Mm -hmm. Both of those movies I love. So I do yeah, want to see this. Um, yeah, I need to see. Like, I haven't seen The Holdovers. I haven't seen American Fiction yet. Um, I have seen Past Lives. That was pretty good. Um, I have not seen Maestro, but I also heard that's really good. Bradley Cooper directing and starring. Um, Zone of Interest, I heard is good. I have not seen yet. Color Purple, I heard is really good. I have not seen that. Zone of Interest, buckle up for. Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> that's what I hear. That's all I'm going to say to that one. Um, Should not have watched it alone, is all I'm saying. Yep. I got very sad. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine giving given the subject matter. I'll put it that way. It was after that I was like, well, we're going to step outside, smoke a little bit and then just watch SpongeBob to try and like put the sunshine back in your heart. Yeah. You kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, um Yeah. Uh Coleman Domingo is reportedly top option brought up at Marvel to replace Jonathan Majors as Kang. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, Academy Award nominated Coleman Domingo, might I add. Uh, he's nominated mm -hmm. for uh, this movie called Rustin, which I have not seen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's looking like Killian Murphy is going to get Best Actor, according to the Hollywood Reporter, um, which would be uh, his first win, right? Or mm-hmm. might even I be first so. nomination. Um, but good for him. That's cool. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Paul Giamatti has expressed interest in being. He said he was asked in an interview recently, like, "What is one dream role that you'd like to uh, do?" And he said, "Hands down, James Bond villain." That'd be that'd be and so tight. I'm like, could we get him as a James Bond villain with Christopher Nolan directing that James Bond movie, please? Yeah, totally. That would be that would blow my mind. Yeah, um, Paul Giamatti's great as a villain. Oh, he's so good. I love him. Uh, let's see. Uh, Steven Yeun has officially dropped out of MCU's Thunderbolts movie as Sentry, but there is a rumor going around that they are they have talked to Henry Cavill about or Cavill about uh, becoming Sentry. Okay, that works. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, that works. Uh, I'd be interested to see who they land uh, there. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. What else we got here? Uh, uh, Chad Stahelski wants to make a Star Wars film. Yeah, let him. Uh, yes. <laughs> I don't know what it would look like, but it'll, it'll be good. Yeah, it for sure will be good. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Let non-Disney directors direct <clears throat> Disney movies. Like, mm-hmm. like Star Wars right now. It'll make it interesting. Yep. You know? Um, Michael B. Jordan and Ryan Coogler, um, the team famous for several films now, uh, mm-hmm. including the Creed movies, uh, Black Panther, uh, Fruitvale Station, they are teaming up uh, to do a new vampire movie. So that oh, I love is it. great. Yeah, Ryan Coogler is a great that director. Sounds, uh, sounds awesome. I'm so in. Yeah. Uh, good. We haven't had a good vampire movie in a while, so that'll be fun. Mm-mm. No, we haven't. Not a good one. We've had a few, but yeah. none of them have been really like, woo, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Kihei Kwan is to lead action film from Universal with John Wick fight coordinator to direct. Nice. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. He'll probably play some unsuspecting dad that he always does, and then he just turns into this absolute badass, you know, yeah. <laughs> how he how he do. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Um, let's see. <coughs> oh, you sent me the um sent me the trailer for the uh Indiana Jones game. Yeah, did you watch it? Yes. What What'd did you think? you think? I I'm not sure I like the first person. If if you can switch between yeah. the perspectives cuz I see some third person stuff happening, if you can switch between the perspectives, then I'm down. Yeah. But I you know I don't want a first person Indiana Jones game right you know what I mean like the the whip physics wouldn't don't look right and it just isn't interesting to me give me um give me third person like Assassin's Creed open world kind of you know yeah here's your objective kind of thing I agree I um I agree I am I'm not a huge fan of first person games at all unless they're shooters. Um, cause I think anytime you're doing first person stuff, like anytime you're doing a lot of like hand stuff in a first person game, it always, it never feels right to me. It always right. feels like there's this weird distance that makes it feel kind of floaty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I prefer if it's going to be like an action-y kind of like, you know, interacting with stuff type game and fighting and all that kind of stuff, I'd rather it be third person for sure. 
Um, sure. But um, that being said, I think it's the gameplay will probably be fun. It looks fine. Uh, it looks fine. They got Troy Baker to do the uh, the voice, um, yeah. which is good. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. Uh, I'm gonna. This that's the type of game I will definitely read reviews before I like purchase it. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, there is an Until Dawn movie in the works. Um, the director and writer of Annabelle Creation uh, are reteaming. Are re- uh, David F. Sandberg and Gary Dauberman will helm a movie adaptation of PlayStation's Until Until Dawn uh, video game. Until Dawn tells the story of eight friends who are trapped together on a remote mountain retreat, and they aren't alone. Gripped by dread, they uh, the tension's running high. They must fight through their fear if they all hope to make it through the night in one piece. Uh, yeah, it looks like a uh, like a zombie vampire-y kind of thing that's Got happening. It. So, yeah. I love it. Uh, two bits of Marvel news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool 3 may show the TVA or Wade Wilson himself taking care of the Council of Kangs. So that's whatever. We'll see. There's yeah. a lot of rumors floating around about Deadpool 3 right now. I'm just yeah. excited to see it this year. Um, and then Muse will reportedly be the main villain of Marvel's Daredevil Born Again series. Do you know about Muse? I don't. Muse is a psychotic artist that murders people and uses them in his work. Nice. His first appearance, I believe, was the warehouse he sent police to with the six Inhumans. He's he's an Inhuman? He had... It, inhumans, yes, mm-hmm. that he had planted them, like basically po- he'd murdered. They they'd been missing, and he had murdered them and posed them with props, looking like they were doing I don't know, like household chores or something like that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then the f- second one was he spent a. Oh no, I'm sorry, reverse that. Second one was the warehouse with the with the props and stuff. The first one was the. Um, mural that he'd painted with the blood of over like a hundred or so missing people mm, um, mm-hmm. and then so his idea is kind of like you're only as good as your last performance so he's mm-hmm. constantly finding ways to up his art ante so that's that's Muse okay I'm into that yeah so that'll be a fun if they make it rated R like they're saying they're going to that'll be a fun villain to have for uh, Daredevil to go off of mm-hmm. yeah I agree. Um, that uh, yeah, that sounds terrifying though. Muse, that sounds uh, mm-hmm. like a, that's a pretty good idea for a villain though. I like that. Yeah, I know. I like it. That's what I like about Daredevil's villains. They're kind of they're they're insane. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Batman's Rogue Gallery. Rogue's Gallery is pretty good. It's good. It's like it's the best, right? It's the classic. But Daredevil's is it's dark. Um, Superman Legacy, um, Rachel, uh, Rachel Brosnahan, uh, from, uh, Miss Maisel, who's, uh, playing mm-hmm. Lois Lane, says that James Gunn's new Superman in the DCU will have a sense of humor. Um, that's great news. Uh. Yes, I love it. Yeah, that's great news. Um, I'm actually looking forward to that Superman movie. I think James Gunn's gonna knock it out of the park. I'm really well, excited for it. It's... It's the first, I'll be honest, it's the first, well, Daredevil, th- or Deadpool 3, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, Deadpool 3, but it's it's the first, like, I'm really, like, I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. Like, Deadpool, I'm like, all right, after all the involvement with it trying to be placed in the MCU and them doing all, like, the multiverse, I'm like, I hope it's good, like, I want it to be good, 
you know, but Superman Legacy is something that I'm actually truly, honestly excited for. Yeah, totally. Uh, Jacob Elordi will replace Andrew Garfield as the monster in Guillermo del Toro's upcoming Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's cool. Uh, Jacob Lordy. Yeah. A lot of people want him to play Superman, um, which, yeah. uh, you know, is, yeah, he looks like, <laughs> he looks like Superman to me. Yeah. Uh, what is this um, movie trailer you sent? It's Netflix. The Gentleman. I haven't watched this trailer yet. Oh, it's, it's Guy a Guy Ritchie's Ritchie movie, movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm looking. The, so I mean, the images look great. It's very Guy Ritchie. Yeah. A lot of slick criminals doing things. Yeah, you know? slick criminals who all have the same haircut doing and cool accent. things. <laughs> yeah. No, this looks fun. It looks, yeah, it looks like a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie is the British Michael Bay, and uh, we pretty much know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, this looks fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought too. Yeah, I was like, this looks yeah. watchable. It's something I'll um, watch on a board afternoon. And I'm like, oh, that was fine, you know. Right. Uh, um, Nick <laughs> Offerman says Bill and Frank's The Last of Us Return has been pitched. Oh, so nice. It might not be the last time we see them. Cool. Yeah. There's a. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, they definitely uh, in the game the Bill. Uh, shows up a few times in, in like flashbacks and stuff like that so maybe they'll they'll, mm-hmm. they'll mine some of that for uh, his return that'd be really cool speaking of the last of us while we're still on that uh, Caitlin Dever has been cast as Abby in the last of us season two mm-hmm. Caitlin I'm gonna see what she looks like again she's gonna uh, man I hope they uh, put her through the ringer and put some muscle on her cause uh, Abby is so buff in the game and it's part of what makes her really scary um, Caitlin Dever Oh yeah, okay. I see that. She was in uh Yeah, she was in um No One Will Save You that um Hulu Yes. Alien Invasion movie. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I heard she was good in that. Yeah, she's really good in it. Um yeah, she looks the part uh in the face. Uh yeah, I hopefully they put uh some muscle on her. I think that'd be a cool way to go about it. Um, but who knows what will happen. Um, apparently a what if series about Star Wars is coming. Uh, I Pass. guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see any of these characters again. I will not again. be devoting my time to it. I'm yeah. not, I don't even devote my time to the what if series, like season two. I haven't. I forgot that there was a season two out. Mm-hmm. I just Marvel right now. It just does not have my interest. Mm-hmm. Or Star Wars. Yeah. Like pretty much any of the main Disney. I'm like, you're failing, and I'm just not interested in it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Um, some interesting bit of news. Tom Cruise has signed a deal with Warner Brothers to make original and franchise movies he'll star in. Say that again? Tom Cruise is going over to Warner Brothers instead of Paramount. Right. I saw that. Um, yeah. Interesting moves. Interesting moves being made. Um, he's been with Paramount for a long time, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what this new relationship uh, harbors. Yields. Um. Uh, 
if fan original uh, and franchise movie. He'll be able to develop original and franchise movies. So start his own. Ooh, he might come out with a Scientology movie. <laughs> he might be in for something fun. Yeah, I know. His right? Battlefield Earth. His Battlefield Ooh. Earth. Um, what do you think? So if if he could. Uh, if you could put Tom Cruise in a DC movie, what, what character would you do? Which character would you have him play? Ooh. See, I don't know DC as well yeah. as I do Marvel, you know, so it's a little bit of a... Yeah. You know what? I'd make him an old, an elder Green Lantern. That'd be cool. Just take Maverick and put him in space. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I know that was... Uh... But, like, but, like the, but, like, the, the, how, the mentor character to, yeah. like, a new Green Lantern. You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah, um, I could totally see him playing an older, uh, an older like an older Hal Jordan or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that would be really cool. Um, I think he'd be a good villain. Um, he'd be a good. I think he'd be a great uh, Harvey Dent. Uh, oh, two, he'd be a Harvey Dent because he's so especially because. Like he's one of the most likable guys, despite being a crazy person, and that's basically picture, what Harvey Dent is, you know. <laughs> exactly. Picture that smile, that electric smile that he has, but yeah. with half of his face like fucked up. Yeah, I think he'd be great. That'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be a great Harvey Dent. He would. Yeah. It, oh man, it'd be great. Um, are they doing? What is their plan for Batman besides the Batman? They're doing the Batman the. Brave and the Bold, right? Yes, they will be doing the Brave and the Bold storyline for the DCU. The Batman, the Pattinson, Matt Reeves one will right. stay outside in its own separate section. Right. Okay. Because um, I wonder who is the villain for Batman Bold and the Brave? What are they doing? They haven't <clears> cast <throat> yet. Let me see. Uh, DC Studios, uh, a new version of Batman, James Gunn, okay, let me see. Uh, Alright, so this is from um, Screen Rant um, The Brave and the Bold was confirmed to be taking place in the DC Universe um, Chapter 1 titled uh, Gods and Monsters Gods and Monsters Which yes. will also include the likes of Superman, Legacy, Paradise Lost, Booster Gold, and Swamp Thing Batman is expected to be a key character in the upcoming DC Universe, and though not much is known about the debut of the Brave and the Bold, Gunn and Saffron have released have revealed some information about DC Studios Batman a reboot. Um uh let me see here. Okay, uh, it will debut the Bat Family in the DCU, exploring a strange uh exploring a strange father and son story about Batman and Robin detailing Batman. Um I'm trying to see if they have anything about a villain. Let me see here. No. No. Uh, no, nothing about a villain yet. I know they talked about Hush, but is that for the Batman? That's or? for the Batman. Okay, yeah, gotcha. that's the rumor. But, uh, but I've, I haven't heard that he, he hasn't been appearing as a main villain villain. Yeah. His character, they might just introduce his character. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. With plans to turn him into Hush down the road. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, Tom Cruise is at Warner Brothers, so he could pop up in a DC thing, which would be cool. Yes, a kid. Uh, the Ministry of Ungentleman Warfare from Guy Ritchie has its full cast. Henry Goulding, Henry Cavill, Alan Richson. Uh, 
Hey, Heroes. one one second, real quick. One second. Yeah. Sorry, there's a car alarm going off, and I was making sure it wasn't mine. Oh, for sure. Yeah, get that. <laughs> um. Hey, can you clap on your end? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, I just wanted to yep. um, make sure I have an edit point for that. Um, for sure. Uh, I'm going to do actually a, a longer one. You don't have to do it again, but I'm going to do a longer one. So it'll be really obvious on the waveform. All right. Cool. So where are we at uh, now? Yeah, so... Uh, Ministry of Ungentlemen Warfare, the new Guy Ritchie movie, um, is uh, the cast is together. Uh, Henry Goulding, Henry Cavill, Alan Richson, um, Hero Finds, Tiffin, Isaac Gonzalez, and Carrie Elwes. Mm -hmm. And it is, I don't know if you know, but it is about the uh, special forces uh, group that was actually called the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare during World War II with the, inside the British. And it's essentially the it's all of the people that comprised the ministry were people like Ian Fleming mm, mm -hmm. was on the logistics part of it. And all of the agents in the field were who he took as a composite for his, uh, for James Bond. Mm. So these are the original British, like world war two Nazi ass kicking commandos. Yeah. The British inglorious bastards. <laughs> yeah. Basically the yeah. British inglorious bastards. And so, um, uh, who, Famous actor, famous actor, Saruman. Um, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee was part of this in World War II. Right. I There's that famous that. story on set where he actually showed the stunt person how to actually stab someone with a knife like you're going to kill them. Mm -hmm. And then when they were like, made a noise, he's like, that's not the noise you make when you get stabbed in the lungs. And they were like, and Peter Jackson was kind of like, okay, let's take a break. <laughs> yeah, that's lunch. I think that's lunch. Everybody want to get the fuck out of the break room? Uh, Peter Jackson, it's only 10 a.m. I think I, I think that's lunch. I think that's, I think that's, you know what, that's day. We'll call it. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm excited for this movie. It'll be Guy Ritchie Panache, which is, I want that slick style British kind of like, mm -hmm. I think it'll work for a group of British commandos. Um, I'm very excited for it. So Nice. Yeah, um, it'll be fun. Uh there's uh, news about uh, the Captain America movie that's coming. Um, Captain America Brave New World. Um, mm. I'm going to see if this is verified, but I got a story um, saying that Seth Rollins, a, a professional wrestler, is going to be playing Klaus Voorhees, also known as Cobra, in Marvel's yes. Captain America Brave New World. Uh-huh. Um, so that's cool casting. Uh, Seth Rollins is great. Good athlete. Good look. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, I looks like it is true. I'm looking at uh oh yeah, there's set photos of him in costume. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is real. So cool. Bra Captain America: Brave New World is coming, and uh, seems like they're gonna have some fun with it. Oh yes. Um, let's see. Um, hopefully, we get the fight scenes we didn't get in the show. Yes, a thousand percent. <laughs> um. Hogwarts Legacy sold 22 million copies in 2023. Warner Bros. teases more Harry Potter games to come. Yeah, and it outsold uh, Call of Duty. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> it outsold everything last year. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
It did. It did. Oh. It did numbers. We have something to talk about. What do we? What do we have to talk about? Echo. Oh, I have not finished the series. I've seen like the first three episodes. I have not finished okay. it yet. Um, so maybe we can talk about that next episode, like in okay, in great. depth. But uh, what do you think about it? You want to give your thoughts just kind of overall? Uh, no. I'm you want to save it? those? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna save it. Cool. All I'm right. Save it. Um. I did. I forgot about that. Uh, I just simply forgot that I was watching that show. But uh, uh, it's I all did. Good. Yeah. Uh, um, See what I'm saying about Marvel? Yeah. It's like you just forget you're in the middle of it, and you're like, ooh, something, yeah. Ooh, something shiny. I do think they are doing some cool stuff in that show, though. But uh, we will talk mm-hmm. about that um, next episode. Um. Hey, uh, this this is fun in the sci-fi realm. Mm-hmm. New Star Trek movies in development with Andor's Toby Haynes to set to direct. So. Paramount and uh, Toby Haynes are uh, working together on board to helm uh, with uh, Seth Graham Smith penning mm-hmm. the script. Uh, the feature will be an origin story that is set decades before 2009 Star Trek. The upcoming project is an expansion of the Star Trek universe. So it'll be a whole new crew. So hopefully with Andor, we'll get some moody action to it, too. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. Um, and I hope it's like an episodic, like planet of the week type show. Like I think we need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we need that. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Oh, gotcha. It's a movie. Um, all right. Well, even the, still, I hope it like recaptures the spirit of Star Trek and is not just like space motorcycles again. You know what I mean? I know. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! That last oh. Star, Star Trek Who was let him do that? nuts. <laughs> Who let him do that to Star Trek? <laughs> How dare he? Yeah. Oh, How man. dare he? And he changed the uniforms again, too. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Yeah. Um, no, sir. You keep the same. Yeah. <laughs> Space That's dirt That's the bike. charm of it. They never change clothes. Yeah. Um, oh, Tokyo Vice is coming back for season two. Okay. Good show. Did you watch it? No, I have yet to watch that. Oh, man. Super good. Mm-hmm. Super good. Um, Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is directing a um, Bride of Frankenstein adaptation. Starring Christian oh, Bale, yeah. uh, Penelope Cruz, uh, Jesse Buckley, and Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, I'm in. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Fantastic Four filming has been pushed back, and Top Gun 3 is in the works. Top Gun 3, yep, I would imagine. Uh, what's the story? Yeah. <laughs> he still shows him he can do it. Yeah, um, he shows him he can do it one last time again. He's waiting into old man arrogance territory where I'm like, I'm stop, I'm going to stop believing that he can do these things. Yeah. Uh, know, yeah, like, it's totally it's like getting when Clint Eastwood still pretends like he's tough. I'm like, dude, a bag blowing in the wind would defeat you in mm-hmm. a fight right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then the last little bit is, uh, I thought this was interesting, uh, Margot Robbie has announced she's going to take a break from acting after Barbie in case people are sick of her, and I'm like, that's a very smart move. Yeah, how can we miss you if you never go away, I think is a good exactly. thing to live by um, exactly. when you get Which to I think the... she's learned from a few others before her. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Um, that's That wraps it up for news. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to hit before we dip? Really, I watched uh, Enter the Dragon last night. Oh, great! That's awesome. Great movie. Yes, yes, it um, is. Dude, Max, Max continues to give. Their samurai like and kung fu collection is really good. Is it? Yes. Yeah, HBO Max is one fa- of my they favorite have a classic right now. Series. They have a classic series called Wolf and Cub. Yeah. Um, 
Do you know that on uh, Bob's Burgers, the Louise and Bob's favorite like series to watch together about that samurai who goes around with his daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, it that's a riff on Wolf and Cub, but it's a guy and his son. Okay, I like that. And so they're kind of these wandering like do-gooders that you know help people in need, and it's it's good, man. It's fun. It's fun. They're they're the kind you can kind of put on in the background while you're doing stuff, and then when it, stuff gets interesting, you're like, ooh, I'm gonna pay attention. <laughs> ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, it's cutting him in half. <laughs> um, no, it's not that violent, but, uh, no. but yeah, no, uh, but yeah, that's basically, that's all I've got to say. Mm. Yeah, me too. Um, all, all right. right. Well, people can find you online. You can find me online. I'm all right. Go watch Gerard Butler murder people. <laughs> there you go. Um, you can find, uh, episodes of this podcast and more at weekly regular. You can find me on social media at Asan made it. Um, Derek, thanks again, uh, for joining me this week and we will see y'all next week.